Welcome to another edition of Almost First. I am your host, Chad Kibler. And alongside me, well, they're not beside me. They're actually on Skype. Because someone moved away. There you go. Well, only one of us moved away. Yet the other person is in the DMV and is not there. So I just want to throw that out there. For yeah, but it kind of the dynamic off because somebody decided to just, I don't know. To bellow themselves. And then get, get a better job that gives me, like, benefits and, like, food and shit. Like... But I mean, you really didn't deserve anything else than what you got. But you know, that. God gives us what we deserve, and apparently, I deserve a lot. Yeah, you know what I just got. You know, you know, no, no, no. You're lucky to even be alive right now. <laughs> I'm lucky to even be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what's going on in the world of movies, entertainment, all that jazz? Well, I don't know. <laughs> how was Girl Trip? Yeah, you said you love these movies. Hilarious. Um, yeah, I keep hearing that. It, and... Yeah, going into it, I didn't really expect much from it. Like, when the movie started, I had my arms folded, and after that first chuckle, my arms started slowly to separate, and then Tiffany Haddish just, like, took over the entire movie. She was funny throughout. You guys know who well, Tiffany Haddish? Yes, yeah, from the car yeah, yeah, she's the car show, but, but you could tell, but you could tell from the trailer that she was going to be, like, the funniest person on the, the movie. Like, well, she is a comedian, so she kind of has to be the funniest person. Mm-hmm. Has anybody been watching Insecure? Not have. Yeah, I'm up to date. Hmm. You guys up to date? I'm up to date. I think I am. I think, I think it's safe to say that Issa isn't getting back with her old boy. I disagree. I think they're going to spend some time apart. They're going to realize they shit out there and then they're going to get back together. I mean, look at how I mean, look at how all of their relationships end. Like, <laughs> they all they, like, they all don't get on the positive note. Every relationship they had since breaking up. So, like, I mean, he ended up. Yeah, she was being a host. Yeah, no, she shouldn't. Yeah, she shouldn't. She shouldn't have cheated, and she shouldn't have lied about it. Since when do deuces be popping up in places like when you sleep with them? You should be happy. You should have happy. She thought when she was just kept it moving. Like if she didn't call you back, and that's what it should have been. Like you don't just pop up in people's workplaces. Like that's crazy. That's what crazy people do. Yeah, but she didn't go in. No, she didn't. I'm talking about, about the end of the first season when he popped up at her yeah, job. Like, who does that? I know they're just saying, like, that's why they broke up. And I was just like, that's still weird. But, like, I think they're going to get back together before the end of the season. Because look how bad all their relationships, like, the people they're talking to and dating and stuff, look how bad it goes. And they're going to be like, oh. Yeah, but that's the funny part about it. What's the boyfriend? The ex-boyfriend's name is the ex-boyfriend's name Lawrence? Yeah, Lawrence. Okay, I feel like he doesn't know what he wants at this point. I feel like... He, he didn't know what he wanted when they were together. Yeah, but he was trying to figure things out. Yeah. Lawrence yeah, he knew like, he wanted her, but he was trying to get things together. Lawrence was on her couch for almost four years. He, like, he, he was like, oh, I'm going to do a startup. And he was just sitting on the couch, not doing nothing. And then every time they... Um, Oh, the only kind of job offers he wanted was like and because like high position powers like not the entry level and you wasn't gonna get you had been out of work for a long time what you gonna do say oh i was starting my own app and it fell so i'm just sitting on my couch now like he didn't know what he wanted before and then even when he got that good job he was still like oh they're not even as far as i was on my app so i could just quit this and keep doing what i was doing before like he didn't know what he wanted like he just that. So, like, of course, you don't know what he wants when he's dating. No, I'm not giving. 
Now I'm not getting him to know this. I'm just saying he don't want know what he wants. Period. He don't know what he wants in life. He don't know what he wants when he's dating. But I think somehow they don't mind about together. Huh? I think you're kind of over exaggerating this. I'm, but I'm not though. Like I'm, I'm literally just saying stuff that happened in the show. Like if him and Issa had broke up, I, I really think he, he would have quit that job and been like, I could do all this on my own. But now that him and Issa are together and he don't have bills and responsibilities, he's not quitting that job. But I also think like he's gonna realize like it, it ain't nothing out there. Like he, he gonna be like he gonna keep going on his dates. He's like kind of just going all over the place with the dates. And he's gonna be like, I don't like none of this shit. At least with Issa, like I knew what I, you know, I knew what it like was for the most part. I was in her cheating, but I think they gonna get back together. Mm. I mean, towards the end of the season, but he also he's also a main character. Like you don't just not get back together with a main character, so they obviously gonna get back together at some point in the show. I mean, this season has mm-hmm. kind of been all over the place for me. Like just last past episode, like Lawrence was at the grocery store and. These two white girls approached him at the cash register, and he was about to buy a bottle of liquor, but he left his wallet in the car. So the girls were like, "Don't worry, we'll pay for it." They meet him up, meet up in the parking lot, and the next thing you know, they're having a threesome. Like, who does this happen to? Like, this the writing came out of nowhere. It was just so random for me. It's kind of like they got a bunch of porn directors together and said, "Hey, let's just throw the sex in there to keep people happy." I, I, but Mm-hmm. I thought you were breaking up, but you're fine now. No. All right, what else we got on the docket? Uh, we never, we never talked about twenty three. Um, I don't play video games, so I'm gonna have to be excluded from this part of the conversation. That has nothing to do with video games. Um, <laughs> oh my bad. <laughs> Yeah, D23 was from Disney. It was kind of like a Comic-Con. They put out a list of movies that they have coming out. And I'm just going to go through them, and you guys can say stop if you hear something interesting. All right. Oh, God. Cool. All right. First one is The Nutcracker. No. Dumb How many no. crackers can you, can you make? I never really watched the original. It looked stupid. Yeah, because so much time has passed, like I feel like you owe us an explanation 
with all this this big old time gap in between the movies. But I was kind of, I still want to go watch it because it's really really good. But I'm just like they 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 gonna probably they finally figure out that the baby got superpowers and he got all kinds of superpowers. So probably you know split. I see it. They're going to focus more of the movie on Alaska Girl. So we'll see how this works out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I never even heard of that. That's the next movie. Uh, what? A Winkle in Time. Is that, that's the one with, with um, what's her name? Whoopi Goldberg or Oprah Winfrey? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg or Oprah Winfrey? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm back on I don't know. Let me look it up. But you, you have to Yeah, Oprah Winfrey. You've seen that uh, picture circulating around her. Like, she looks, she looks like, um, she looks like a sand. <laughs> I know she's yeah. in the seat. Yeah, pretty much right. Yeah, Chris Pine's going to be in it. Reese Witherspoon's going to be in it. Mindy Kaling, Zach Galifianakis, and others. And others. <laughs> I like Mindy Kaling. She's funny. Good to, good to see she's working on parts that's not as many parts that you're going to come into it in. She's a good writer. Yeah. Oh, is that, a, is that a, are you saying she's not a good actor? Because the way you said it, sounds like she's not a good actor. I mean, she usually plays these annoying characters, very sarcastic, pretty much me. Yeah, well, you, if you had emotions. All right, what else we got? Star Wars 8? I don't watch Star Wars Survey, you gonna see it? Just like Star Wars. I mean, they haven't been out. The last one wasn't too bad, so I probably would go see it. What did you think about the last one? Mm-hmm. It's kind of—I'm not gonna lie—it's kind of forgettable. It's—I'm not like a big Star Wars fan. It's—it's it's, it's something past the time. I mean, it wasn't bad, but say again. That last for me. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like I was going to hurt somebody. It's it's okay. I mean, uh, some people just go crazy and shit over this stuff. So there's you know, your, your glowing review from Gervais. There you go. He gives two shits at this review. What are you tapping on? You tapping on your phone, Gervais? No. Probably. It feels like he's playing a game while he's talking to us. The recording's picking up all that. <clears throat> no, I'm not playing a game, Mr. Know-It-All. Just be quiet. I swear. Stop thinking you know it all. <laughs> Shut your pile. It's about to thunderstorm again for like the 20th time. Here. If you're going to run in a tornado, I'll be sure to record it. On TV, I'll be laughing my ass off. Don't <laughs> see a cow. Look at the pie in the sky. Look at the pie in the sky. The pie in the sky. Pie in the sky. That, that lightning is really loud. I don't know if you guys can hear it. <laughs> no, we cannot. Good, because lightning doesn't make noise. Oh, oh, <laughs> that thunder is really loud. I wanted you guys to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little worried because uh, the last big Marvel movie, I, like I said, I didn't care for. Didn't care for Captain America Civil War. Didn't care for the last Avengers, Age of Ultron. So, uh. Maybe it's just over superhero movies. I, no, I like superhero movies. It just, it just wasn't that good. It's just something that they're missing. The, the low-level heroes are great. It's just the big-time ones, they just keep, sleep, they keep sleeping on it. Something. I don't know what's going on with them. I didn't care for Age of Ultron. I just thought it could have been better. But what did you guys think of the trailer? Standard. Did you say? Me that's too high standards. Well, standards. I mean, if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. It's just wasn't all that good. 
So I really lack, I can lack something. Dark Knight is good, so it's standards start that high. <laughs> hey, you watch your mouth. Dark Knight is a great movie. Classic. Better than the Age of Ultron. <laughs> Better than the Age of Ultron. I'm still waiting for Marvel to officially release this trailer because when you see it online, all you can hear is people wooing and there's some guy with a dirty ass bush blocking the camera. <laughs> and the Infinity Wars trailer? Yeah, the Infinity War trailer. No, I got probably good I found a good one to watch. Like that's no really? Yeah. The camera cocked sideways and people are wooing throughout. Is it that one? No. And not unless this is like a fake trailer. This might be a fake trailer. I don't know, but how do you yeah, think? How do you trailers. think all the movie styles are different? So how how do you think they're gonna like make the how, the characters like? Do you think you'll get the full like personalities that you would get any other movies, or you think it's gonna be like muddled down because like it's not gonna be in the same style? Like the, like the Guardians of the Galaxy is like funny, like they they approach everything. And they don't really do. I mean, like they don't necessarily do that in the Avengers. And then I don't know what they're doing with this new Thor movie. It, it seems like all over the place. But I'm not really sure what style they're going for with that. But like. Do you think like a lot of the characters' um, personalities are going to be like muddled because so many of them? I think it's going to be really hard to write this movie because you have so many personalities. But Marvel has always done a good job infusing comedy into all their movies. Uh, yeah. Probably the only movie that didn't have any much humor was the Thor movies, and I think they're trying to rectify that with the Thor movie that's coming out in November. But I hear he's going to be hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy in most of this first film. And there's going to be a lot of comedy between um, Star Wars and Thor. So. Okay. We'll see. I'm just ready to see Thanos. Like, they've been cock teasing this guy for like the past five years now. He's only like a minute, dude. <laughs> Watch. They're going to make him like so weird. Just because, because like, he hasn't come out yet. Like, he has to be awesome because the build-up to this guy is, it's been years in the making. So if yes, he's not a good villain, it's going to be a major disappointment. That's true. But people will still see the movie. I think Jervais chimed out. Is that what that noise was? That's probably, yeah, he did. Uh, old people, right? Right, they don't have use technology. Are you gonna patch them back through? Alright. Survey. He did. He's not telling anybody what he's anyways. He's just dead late. Just kidding. <laughs> he needs to figure out technology. He does. If you're over the age of 30 and you haven't figured out technology, you're going to make yourself obsolete in like five years, so you might want to get on that, Gervais and other old people. Stop being a dinosaur. <clears throat> so we're going to move on. We're going to switch topics. We're going to talk about something a little more bare. Bears all <laughs> this movie. And the Bears most. It's called. <laughs> yeah, Bears most. Me? There's... There's a hand covering the, the other, other parts. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a Netflix film, the original Netflix movie, Naked, starring Marlon Wayans. Yeah. So I'm fact. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I um, actually work at the Mills House, the hotel that it is filmed in. I was not working there when it was filmed, obviously, so I was in DC, but I worked there. And they had a like, private showing. Not with Marlon Wayans, though. That would have been cool. But they had a private showing. And half of it was at our hotel. But uh, I thought the movie was funny. But too, like, it was too long. Like I get it's like one of those where you wake up and you repeat the same day over and over again. But we could have shared on like 10 minutes of that. Maybe 15. Because I was just like, all right, now it's, it's starting to get boring. And, yeah, the uh, movie did get did. repetitive. 
supposed to be a repetitive movie, but it got repetitive in a boring way. But like, um, I thought the movie was, I thought it was funny. Like, I thought it had its funny parts. Um, it was like nice. Like, you got to go back and see what other people thought of him. You know, about him marrying um, Japanese girl thing, but about him marrying her, and then like how the dad felt, how the um, the white boy felt about about him, and how all of his friends felt about him. So that was cool. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's funny. I think it had its funny moments. It wasn't a memorable movie. Like I don't think I would go back and watch it two years later and be like, hmm, let me see this movie naked again. But eh, if you ain't got nothing to do on a, on a Friday or Saturday night, it's it's worth it. Yeah, I definitely watched this movie like on a Saturday morning. I thought Marlon Wayne's performance was basic. Like we've seen him play this character before. Like he's over the top. He overacts. He does like a stereotypical black joke in like every movie. Um, the jokes were a little hit or miss for me. I feel like I didn't laugh as much as you probably did. What are you trying to say? That the movie was say, good. <laughs> about my about my about my taste in comedy. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I mean, there hasn't been too many good comedies that that's come out in like the last couple years. And you can add this movie to the list. Hmm. I guess you're right because I can't think of any comedies that I thought that was like super great. I think the last comedy that I watched that I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so funny, was probably This Is The End. And that came out like four years ago, right? At this point, three or four years ago. I'd say four. Yeah. You didn't see Girls? That was the last movie that I've... No, I still haven't seen it yet. It's not a movie that is right. I'm so busy all the time. I work 40 hours. And I go to school for 18 hours, and that's not even included study yeah, time. Like, I literally take an AP. Yeah, yeah, it does. And then they told me that I probably can't graduate in two years. It's probably going to be three. So I'm probably about to change my major so I can graduate in two. Because ain't nobody got time for that. Isn't that going to switch up what you want to do in life? Not really, because I was, I majored, I made, I was majoring in computers so that my drop options could be broad because I really kind of wanted to either do environmental science or non-profit but I need to get a I can get a a bachelor's in like business or accounting or something and just do non-profit stuff I'm like still like work for a non-profit company in their business section sounds like you want to change the world I do want to change the world but I'm still going to keep uh, computer science in my minor since I already started the classes like if I do it's, it's my minor I'll be finished the minor stuff this like next semester. Well, I got faith. You have minors. You take sure significantly less classes. Sure, you can get through it. Yeah. So, so, so since this movie, like, is like, um, naked is like a like a repetitive movie. Like, you wake up and the same thing happens every day, and he's trying to get to the altar to marry his his girl, but we thought it kind of got a little bit boring. Um, in the middle, do you remember we watched the trailer for Happy Death Day? The girl who like dies every day, like she can she like yeah, that um, and she has to. So, do you think they'll have the same issue of like? Um, getting a little bit repetitive um, towards the middle and end and then, like you kind of lose interest do you think that that's still going to be a problem because like this this that one is a comedy and this one's supposed to be like suspense horror so do you think like it can translate well into not getting repetitive and boring with the suspense horror versus the comedy well the problem is question. with these types of films <laughs> is like you got to repeat the same scenes over and over and over again so yeah it can get a little different but yeah, you're still gonna run into the same issues, and I think the premise is always interesting. But with the repetitiveness, eventually it's gonna get boring. Yeah, so just gotta find that line between. Yes, I, I just want to say like I'm excited for that movie because I love horror movies. Even though I didn't see it yet, because I don't want to be disappointed from my childhood. But everyone she said is good, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna find some time to watch it. It's like I'm in the south though, and they don't really believe. Yeah, like I'm super surprised that it's actually like they, um, people said it follows the book more closely than the the one you, you didn't see it. Well, then the one that we like that uh, was from our childhood. They said it followed the book more so than that one. But it did say it got rid of like 
Well, um, also, apparently, like, Pennywise is, like, an intergalactic alien in the book, and he fights this turtle monster, <laughs> who's also an intergalactic alien. Yeah, and, and they were, like, because uh, people were talking about it yesterday, and they were like, are they going to put the space turtle monster in the second movie? Because, like, he battles him in the second second part for, like, the, the, the fate of the universe or something. I mean, the galaxy, I don't know, because I didn't read the book. But they were like, are they going to have an intergalactic space turtle, like, monster scene of them fighting? And because they didn't do it in the movie from our childhood. I don't, I don't even think they mentioned the space turtle. So I was like, that would be funny if they like actually stayed that close to the book and put that in. You know, Stephen King, his books get really weird. <laughs> and then it, like, when yeah, they, but like, everybody so, like, seems weird. Yeah, but when it's too weird, they never put it in the movies. <laughs> so I wonder if they'll put <laughs> yeah, this it's hard to put it on screen. Space turtle in the movie. That would be, that would be, that would be interesting to see. But I don't know. I don't know if anyone else is into scary movies like I am, but scary movies is where it's at. Like I love people getting slashed up by serial killers. That sounds make me sound weird. And stuff like that and sci fi monsters. You, know, you sound know. a little morbid over there. I do. I don't know what it is with women, but y'all seem to be fascinated with murder. I don't know if it's a woman thing or just like a weird person thing. It's because we kind of living with y'all, y'all, you know, y'all men who just get on our nerves all day. I don't know. So y'all just secretly want to make an episode of Snap and just kill us? <laughs> no, but that is a good show. <laughs> yeah. That is a very good show. I will not support women killing their spouses because they're having a bad day. <laughs> No, but they, like, they're smart. They're doing for the insurance money. Like, this is my good lady. I remember she had to live with, like, getting insurance policy on three different men. And, like, they, like, she kept getting off on the technicality. I was like, that chick's smart right there. Like, she getting all this money from all these different men that she may or may not have killed. Yeah, but why are you killing your spouse for money? It's all about love, isn't it? No, not for her. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you just, you get to a point in life and you have to just decide if you want to have a real job or if you want to murder people and take their insurance policies and she made her choice <laughs> hey sometimes when life gets a little hard you gotta slash your few throats guess so but uh so yeah naked is so unforgettable that we already stopped talking about it so you know if you're bored on a Saturday morning like uh, Chaz was then definitely watch it but you don't need to have a, a viewing party to see that movie. It's a so. Netflix and chill movie. Yeah, it's Netflix and chill. Invited. Yeah, you'll definitely need to on the chill part more than the watch scene. <laughs> <laughs> With that chill movie means. on. <laughs> we all know what chill means. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like unless you're doing it with friends, then we then, then I don't know what chill means then because if you're doing what I think you're doing with friends, I mean friends do it all the time. No, I don't see with my friends. That's weird. They chill with friends. Yes, not that kind of chill, though. <laughs> <laughs> we all have different definitions. I guess we do. And um, I guess we can talk about our next movie, if you want. Well, I want to ask you, like, you read the first issue of Civil War. The What did you think of that? Of what? Of the first issue, the Civil War II, the comic. I think that, um, so this is supposed to be the same timeline as the movie, or is it a different timeline? Cause I no, the comics are, are, doesn't interact with the movies. The movies get their stuff from the comics. Well, yeah, I know that, but like, but you know how like there's like so many different versions of everything, so these are two different separate versions, right? Like, they're different timelines on the t- on the time continuum, right? I think it was cool that they had like a court scene and like they're like actually I, I feel like okay, so in my theater class, which this is not I don't know why I'm talking about school. 
but we were we just started talking about realism and how realism doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have sci-fi elements in it. It just means in relation to people in real life. And so with that being said, I do like that the comic because it's like more realist. Like you both record in real life and you talk about like if a person is guilty or innocent and you like actually have these conversations. And I thought it was cool that they kind of made it more like stuff that average people would go through. Obviously not in a not in a um, way where people have superpowers, but this is like real life and this happens to real people. And you have to decide if somebody was good versus evil and stuff like that. So I thought that was that was cool. It just kind of made it like it made it like a fun way to talk about real issues that people have with like the court system. That sounded really boring and like super educated, but that's what I thought. And I'm sorry for being boring it up. So what did you think? I don't know. It just seems like you love talking about school. <laughs> that's your favorite subject. It's, no, it's just kind of related. Like, I don't know how school is related to my rest of my life. That's the last thing I'm going to say about my school. I just thought it was like, it just made me think about realism when I was reading it. Ugh, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> All right, no more school talk. <clears throat> so basically, I thought the whole war was pointless. Like, I felt like they just wanted to have superheroes clash like they do in the movies just to have a who would win if this person fought and this person fought but if I had to pick a side I would go with Team Stark because arresting people for doing something that didn't happen yet I think that's wrong it is wrong in so many levels and I'm sure but, violated this, a lot this, of rights but, but just know that like that happens in real life. When we arrest people on suspicion of they could possibly do it, but they don't have proof. So that's why it like relates to real life, and I think that's why it kills people. Yeah, you have the sci-fi elements, but like this could this happens in real life, and this could happen to you. Not to, as an average person, but this could happen to somebody, depending on what you look like. So like I think that's cool. Yeah, they had some profiling undertones like racial undertones like racial profiling but they had super villains instead of you know pulling over a black guy so you don't have to worry about Iron Man rolling up on you for trying to get into your car that you left your keys into or something (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking more of like you know imprisoning Muslim people from the Middle East or whatever but yes, same principle. It all works. Same, same. Yeah. Difference. Wait, same drugs. <laughs> same drugs. Uh, As that song right. goes. All right, we were going to talk about the downsizing trailer. The downsizing. Oh yeah, that. It did look interesting. I'm not really sure, like, I was waiting for, like, a plot, like, when I was about to finish it, I was waiting for a plot twist, like, do, do, like, do they, like, tell them that, like, I don't know, we're gonna kill you all, we're gonna take all your money, or, like, did something weird happen? Like, I don't know, but I thought the overall concept of school was, like, you're down in the, well, I don't think they're down in the down, but it's, like, you're, you're barely getting by as a big person. We got overpopulation, it's too many people, and they give you this magic, oh, if you, you can become a tiny person, like, very small, and then, like, your little hundred thousand dollars is worth, like, significantly more you can live the rest of your life off, off of it, and you can go and see places and do things, um, like, that you could never have done as a big person because you were just too poor, or there were too many people, and I thought that was, like, that was pretty cool, but I was just like... When they, once they said that it was irreversible, I was like, I'm out. Like, I'm going to say it because, like, when they said that, I was like, okay, so what's the plot twist? Like, so you do it, you become a small person, like, does a national disaster happen? And, like, they all, like, are just slaves? Or, like, the government, like, is secretly killing them all off? Like, what's going to be the plot? So I'm excited to see what happens with that. Well, they're not trying to give it away. That's why they're trying to draw you in with the trailer. But I don't know. I'll probably be open to trying it out. It'd be nice to be a See, fly on the wall. you can't try it out. It's, it's a permanent thing. So you, if you do it, it's forever. But if they have the technology to make you small, eventually they'll have the technology to make you huge again. 
well with it or want that technology because they want people. Do you, do you really think they want a society to keep on back and forth and back and forth and back and forth? And that just keeps the whole purpose of them trying to make more space because then we're overpopulated. There's too many people on Earth and sustainability. So do you really think they're gonna there's gonna be a really investing and making a super big solution? Trust me, some billionaire will figure out a way. There's been plenty of movies when they made people like giant size. So they could Honey, I struck the kids. Honey, Honey, I I blew up the kids. Giant the baby. Yeah, that one. Honey, I made the baby big. Those were the movies, man, back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) But it's nice to see a little twist on like shrinking people. But I'm a little worried like someone's going to get eaten by a spider or something. Like, oh, yeah, that would, be, that would be terrible. That would, that would be terrible. But I would think they live in, like, a control bubble or something to prevent stuff like that from happening. And, like, imagine if you get into an argument with somebody. It'd be, like, so easy for a giant or normal-sized person to, like, step on you and dispose of your body, like, <laughs> and there's no body, there's no murder. If there's no... They can literally eat you. But it's just kind of gross. They look like you get all taken up in their insides. And so, like, yeah, there's nobody. Like, you, you basically no can't get on anyone's bad side if they're, like, normal size. Pretty much. So, like, I was reading the comments on um, YouTube when I watched the video. And they were like, oh, this is, like, the most original thought that Hollywood has had in, like, years. So do you think this is an original idea? Or do you think this is just, like, like... Just a bunch of different ideas culminated into one movie. Well, they took the concept of shrinking people, which is not original, but they show them living a normal life. So I think that part is different. But we've seen people get shrunken down to size and have to survive just being in a house. So we've seen that before. Or the backyard. And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And that's, and that's why he said the bugs. They did have bugs in Honey, I Struck the Kids, and they were, like, trying to escape the bugs. I, remember that. I mean, it's been a did while, see, but... Did you see Honey, I Shrunk... We Shrunk Ourselves? Did you see yes, that? and then, like, the kids, thought well, they were in the house by themselves and all that. Yeah, I saw that one, too. Well, which one came first? I don't remember. Was it the kids or the adults? The kids got shrunk first, and then the adults shrunk yeah. themselves. Yeah, do you know the dad in that show, um, in those movies? I can't remember his name, but you know, like... He, had, like, he was in like, the show too. Huge, I mean, in the movie, sorry, in the movies, you know, his career was like huge, and then his wife died, and then he gave up acting to raise his kids. He was like, "I'm like my kids lost their mom, and I want to spend as much time with them as possible." So like that's why he hadn't hasn't been in anything ever like since like well, when we were very young is because like, he literally just stopped acting one day because he was like, his, his wife died and he's been raising his kids his kids are adults now but he had been raising his kids ever since and he said he had no desire to go back to acting and he was just like really happy um, where he was in like raising his children I thought that was pretty cool but also like that's why he just fell off the face of the earth <laughs> he was probably scared to death his kids was gonna be, get shrunken down and get stepped on or something that's why he stayed to raise his kids <laughs> yeah but uh, if it was before. reversible, I definitely would try it. But if it's not reversible, I'm not. I'm not doing it until it's reversible. Like honestly. Like, could you date someone that's been shrunken down no. the size? <laughs> no. We will be the same size, or else we won't ever. Or else like, how, how, are you, how are you gonna have? How are you gonna have sex? How are you going to procreate? Like, with as and have children? Like, did they? Jack off in the same sperm before, like they became a little person. Like, there's just too many variables. You guys, you could literally couldn't sleep in the same bed because if you rolled over, like, you crushed and killed them. Like, there's just too many things that could go wrong. Like, you probably just might suffocate under the comforter. Yeah, I mean, like, you probably couldn't even really hear each other because they're like a small person and they probably have to have some like separate echo thing so that you guys can have a normal conversation. It seemed like they were having normal conversations in the trailer. Yeah, but I'm like... This was small before Matt Damon got small. But there's probably like some... There's obviously some type of magic voodoo that we didn't we didn't see in the trailer that, that makes it easy for you to hear them. Because like, 
if you're really small, like your voice is going to sound tiny. Like you're not going to be able to hear each other clearly. Like there must be like some type of microphone or something attached to the small place. I'm a little nervous about this movie because I'm on the IMDb website and it has a 5.9 out of 10 out of 461 reviews. So it hasn't come out yet. Well, you know, critics get to see movies before we do, so. Well, I I hope it does well because Hollywood is terrible at original ideas. So, if they do good at this one, maybe they'll allow more people to have an original thought once in a while. That's true, but people don't like to see original movies until it gets like a lot of buzz from those independent films, and then we hear about it afterwards when it's on DVD. Moonlight. Yeah, Moonlight. So, Death Note. Let's end it with that. Trash Note. Go on. Trash Note? Yeah. That's so, how pretty does it compare to the original? It doesn't compare at all. Other than the character name and the premise of that this book, like, if you write someone's name in it, they die, it doesn't compare it to it at all. Like, it's, so it's like a totally different movie. And this is why it should say Death Note expired. And they should have just called it something else and be like, we got the concept from Death Note. We thought Death Note was cool, but we have to make our own movie. Because literally that's what she did. Like, you, it, it, it doesn't have to follow it exactly, but she, like, made it so different that... And then it was, like, different bad. Like, even if you didn't see Death Note, it's still a bad movie. Like, it's just... Everything was wrong with it. Like, why... Like, <clears throat> the Shinigami typically... Like, he was, he was literally bored. So he threw his book out, and then, like, Wright just happened to be lucky enough to be the one who grabbed it, and then his, who, who knew that this, like, psycho genius was going to, like, change the world with his book? Like, like the genius that we wanted to, he didn't know that was going to happen. And so, like, he didn't really play a part into, like, the stuff that was happening. He was just trying to, like, a nonchalant observer or whatever, eating all the apples all over the place. And, like, I feel like in this movie, they make, they gave him more of an active role. Like, he's not just sitting back and watching. He's, like, actually participating and doing stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know. I think I would have liked it better if uh, he was a background player. And then, like, like, why is the girl the one that's really controlling everything? It's just, like, every teen movie you've ever seen in the, in the United States. It's just, like, nerdy guy who gets picked on and the popular girl likes him and he's like willing to do whatever he can because he got liked by this cute popular girl like it's not even an original thought like you can't even make it better you literally just took every teen movie and you put death note on it and it was like really bad well also, i disagree is was is with ryu because i like the fact that he was actually participating like in the anime i felt like he was just there to explain things and didn't really add anything to the story. So with him actually trying to pull some strings and manipulate light was one of the more refreshing things I liked about this movie. Plus, William Dafoe but voice in Ryu was actually good. His face looks just like a shooting off I'm just, I'm sorry to say that, but it does. His face creeps me out. But, uh, but, but yeah, I disagree on that. I think at the end of the day, it was a cat and mouse game between um, Light and L, and everybody else was just minor players. And like, it's like these two highly intelligent people trying to stop each other. And having a third party into it is going to throw it off way too much where they can't catch each other's moves. Because, then, I mean, there still was this force that they didn't know about in the beginning, but if you add that third party into it, then it's like you have to think too much of like who is really in power and what, what the rules really are. Versus like there being one key player and everyone else being like different components and they don't have as much power as the other person. I don't know. I just I didn't really like that. Yeah, we didn't get enough of that cat and mouse element from the anime, but that was probably due to like time constraints. So we really didn't get to see the match wits. And that was another thing. Like Death Note, I just don't think it can just be a one movie. Like. Like, they, it was, like, too short. Like, you try to put too Like, this is a whole, like, anime manga that took place over, like, years. How You can't do that in one movie. So that was another thing I didn't like. Like, they shouldn't have tried to make it one movie. It should have been either a, a TV series. Three-part which I think series. Been, yeah, either, yeah, like, TV a big-part movie series. 
But I think the TV series would have been better. Like, I honestly don't know why they didn't make it a TV series because that literally would have been the smartest move because you could get, you could tell a lot more of the story versus like, this guy can't change the world in like a few months. Like, that's not going to happen. And then like, she's like scared, like, like life scared, like the whole movie, like about the death note and all this stuff. And like, I don't know. I just feel like they, they stray too far from the character. Honestly, the best scene for me is when, when the Shinigami first goes yeah that, that just was ruined deep. the character for me right then and there when i heard him <laughs> screech scream like a little girl i thought that was the funniest thing right. ever yeah yeah i guess they tried think, to add some comedy in there with that what is there was his like name? no what, chemistry what the, between it, it like mia any. and light i felt like that romance was just forced and he was actually yeah, it's, like every, it's like every teen movie like he's just doing whatever he can to keep her and it's like it's just like uh, I don't know I just don't find it I mean it's kind of hard to say I don't find it believable when it's a movie about a book they should write somebody's name in and they die but I just don't find it believable they had to tackle that romance element that's the way of Americanizing these movies I guess they could have did a better job that's all I'm saying because they did a terrible job but I do I, I like um, how do you even say his name Lake Lakeith Stanfield yeah I still think he's a good actor I think that like pick a better role next time because this was not this was not good for your career I feel like you're an up and coming actor you're gonna, you're gonna be great but you should not have done this role I thought his performance as L was great, but my issue was the writing of his character with him losing his cool at the end. Like, yeah, that was weird. That grabbed was... a gun and tried to straight up kill Light. That was so out of character. Yeah, that was strange. I don't know what was going on with that. And then and they had also... a chase scene at the end. Like they tried to turn it into an action movie. Like at the very end, like yeah, they're trying to make this. Uh, they're trying to Americanize this movie so bad. We did not need that scene at all. It did not mesh with the rest of the movie. And then, like, how, how did how would he know that? Like, like at the end, was like he may or may not have written his name in the death note. But I'm just thinking, like, how would he even know how it worked? Because like he never explained to him how it worked. So like, where was he getting that idea from? Like, I, but, I mean, we don't know. We don't know if he did or not. And also, he dies in the book. And I thought that was like a pivotal, like, part of the story was like that he dies, but he he died knowing who he already knew who it was. He just didn't have the proof. And then one of his disciples <laughs> is the one that actually catches him. And I was like, I thought that that was like cool because like how many how many like books and stories that you know they kill off like the main one of the main characters like that like almost never happens and so I mean you can't obviously do that in one movie but I thought that was like something important to the story that should be added obviously there's not going to be a sequel because well you never know because depending on how many people watch it they don't get they don't care if it was good or bad if they got if they made a certain amount of money so maybe they won't make a sequel I don't know but if they make a sequel they're gonna have to, I think that his character should still die at some point in whatever this movie got so much negative praise I don't see it getting a sequel yeah. but I wanted to ask you do you think yeah L wrote Light's name in that book no well I, I guess I don't know the, I, I, it, would the L and the anime do it no but would that L do it I'm not sure because I was like, well, that defeats the purpose of what he does. Like, he goes and catches these bad guys. And he can't really say that you did something bad if he does it too, because you're literally doing the same thing. So from that standpoint, I want to believe that he wouldn't do it. But then again, he's somehow emotional because his handler was killed. So maybe he would. I don't know. I, I, don't, I honestly don't know. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with I hope he didn't, because that's just like a, like a bad way to do that character. I kind of hope he did simply for the fact that he was trying to kill him one scene previous to that one. So, like, to not do it, do it then, you just wasted a whole lot of effort. Plus, your butler guy dies in vain. So, 
I hope he did. Okay. But then again, but I think in the big, the whole purpose of the movie, because like they were catching him because he was killing people, even though they were bad guys, and they were saying this is not wrong, you have to go through the court system. But then again, like if you do that, then the whole movie might as well, yeah, the whole movie might as well not have happened because you just you killed him, you killed him, and you did exactly the thing you said he was doing that was wrong. So I don't think that he should have killed him. But then again, well, can the he kill fact, him now? I'm not really sure how. Well, well the yeah. fact that he was trying to kill him in the previous scene, in the chase scene, defeats the whole purpose of the movie anyway. Because if he would have got a shot off and killed the guy, then, like, it still stands. Yeah, also, in the in the, in the anime room, you remember, like, that a human can't kill him once he's, once he, like, uh, the only thing that could kill light or, quote-unquote, kill him was the Shinigami because he was using a death note and so like if he does kill him that's it. like are they going to still show it like where he makes like, he doesn't really die and the shooting obviously just takes him away like i wonder if they would have added that into it hypothetically speaking if he is dead i have way too many rules they do but that's what makes it cool like you have all these rules you have to follow you have to be really smart about everything you do and also, like so, his dad never, his dad never finds, his dad never finds out that he killed, like that he is ill. And I thought it was just weird. He was like, I put two and two. Like the guy told you it was your son, and you didn't believe him. And like all the signs pointed to it. And he was like, I didn't believe it was true until I saw that newspaper article in your room from um, about the guy who killed your mom. And his mom's not also not dead in the anime. But I just was like, okay, you see this one newspaper article, you're like, yeah, my son's my son's a murderer. Like, that was like, the like everything just thing all ever. came together like at the very last second <laughs> that was so bad I was like you couldn't they couldn't just let that whole thing out they tried too hard but they I appreciate did. the fact that they tried and trying to pass the battle <laughs> exactly so I'm gonna ask you one last question and then we can wrap yeah. it up Would yeah you have written- my interview gone would you have written Light's name in the book? No. Why not? Like I, He's like a mass like murderer. Because he is, and he only killed bad guys. So if I do that, I literally him. Like, I'm going to say something that I said that he did that was wrong. And so well, that, for that... Oh, go ahead. Go on. Go ahead. I said I wouldn't write the live action lights name in the book because the live action light didn't really want to kill any good guys. Yeah. He, I think he did want to kill L. Did he want to kill L? I can't remember. Yeah. No, uh, no, he wanted him to help him. Remember he cried like a little baby and said, I want out. Okay. I would have killed the anime <laughs> light though. Cause he was killing everybody. That guy was, was a sociopath. So there we have it. Any last right. words? Anything you want to get? shout out to the people? Yeah, um, I was wanna, I would like to say that, you know, I'm trying to get my body right for Halloween. It's my favorite holiday of the year because I get to dress up in characters and stuff. So I'm going to do a 30-day challenge on our Instagram page, Almost First Pod. And uh, if you guys want to join me and getting right for Halloween and then, you know, tagging us in it and, you know, showing us your results, your before and after. Sounds like costume, you're going to wear something slutty. Cool. I'm not going to wear anything slutty. I haven't decided who I'm Why do you got to get yet, your body right then? Because, because, you know, we black people and we got diabetes and high blood pressure. So you got to be right. You gotta be Why right can't you just get your body right just to get your body right? Why got to be far away? Probably start the first, and it'll end on the thirty-first October first, 
And, uh, you know, post it before pics. And then on Halloween, you can post you what you look like in your uniform. I mean, your uniform, your costume. And I'll probably post mine, too, on our Instagram page. Also, if you would like to email us topics to discuss, you can email us at almostforthpod at gmail.com. And it could be questions or it could be, like, stuff you want us to talk about on our podcast. That would be cool, too. You know, give us some information to discuss. Yeah, let's spark a discussion, interact with us, talk to us, we'll talk to you. I run out I run out social media accounts and they're like connected to my phone, so if you send me a message, I'll get it like really fast. So I mean, I'm gonna be more active on there, I promise. But if you message me, I will definitely message you back. Yeah, hit us up. So last night I saw Wind River and it's a great film. It's written and directed by Taylor Sheridan. Um, this person also wrote Sicario and Hell and High Water. But at the Ooh, end of the movie, okay. I saw an interesting statistic, and it read, while missing person statistics are compiled for every person, for every other demographic, none exists for Native American women. What? That That's me, fucking crazy. I had that no just idea. blew my mind. Well, that the thing is, so is on these reservations, like the U.S. has no authority on these reservations, yeah. and they're so lacking in scale when it comes to a police force and people with authority. There might be like seven people with authority on these reservations. So if someone goes missing, the chances of ever finding them or it even being reported is like slim to none. So seeing this movie and seeing that statistic makes me uh, think about how underserved like these Native American reservations are and and how bad they're being treated till this day. And it's not something that's brought to the forefront. So that's something to think. Yeah, about. That, yeah definitely. Like, um, like, do you have any ideas or anything you think that we could do that's not, you know, encroaching on their rights and stuff because I can understand why they don't want I can understand why you wouldn't like a Native American person wouldn't want Americans imposing nope. the United States government imposing stuff on them I totally get it but what do you think that we could do to like service and help them without being the one encroaching on on their freedom like do you think you have any ideas of what we could do well, I'm not going to sit here and talk like I know about Native American people, but they seem like a proud bunch and to accept the yeah. help from, quote unquote, the, the white man or the white devil is something they probably wouldn't be open to. But they just have to be accepting to help if they even want help, because it just seems like in this movie it highlighted they don't really have much in terms of resources. So... Yeah, they did get I gotta read up on it. Yeah, I think I definitely want to like look into that topic a little bit more because I think that that is that is terrible. Definitely yeah, worth reading is. about. Well, we ended it on a little somber note, but it was a great podcast. Oh, you want me to bring, bring you back up to a happy note? Watch yeah, season three of Rick and Morty. It is literally the best thing ever. Rick Lankin is it on a high note. It is not over yet. We have Rick Landis. This is like the this is like the build up to the season, like the climax is happening still probably tomorrow. And if you have not seen it, you are missing out. Pick a Rick was the best episode of the season to me. And then Rick Landis is the second best episode, only because it's building up to something spectacular towards the end of the season. If you have not, I don't want to give it away because you haven't seen it yet because you're a terrible person. And some people may not have seen it, but you have not once the, once the season is fully over, I think I'm going to discuss it with some spoilers. But for now, I just, I'm just going to tell you, Pickle Rick and Rick Lashes, you need to watch. And I had a quick question I, about I this show. Know. Is yeah. it like an overarching story or is there a different story every episode? It's an overarching story. So they go on adventures and stuff, but it all leads to something by the end of the season. Like all the episodes are connected. Okay, I can get with that. I'm going to check it out. Remember, they, they, they totally destroyed one of their planets, and then they went to an alternate timeline where, where they died, where Rick and Morty died. They buried themselves in the backyard and took over 
their, the, the other Rick and Morty's lives. If that does not get you to watch the show, I don't know what will. That yeah, was by like, the way, spoilers. Yeah, that was from, that was like the, um, that was not from this season. So if you haven't seen it yet, then you, know, you just I don't know what to tell you. You, you but still spoiled it for me. But I'm going to watch. That it. was that was like TV gold to me. So <laughs> watch it. <laughs> All right, guys, you've been listening to Almost First on behalf of the guy who got disconnected earlier and Nia Hester. I'm Chaz Kibler, and you've been listening to. Say it together now. Almost first. Almost first. Almost first. Subscribe. Rate. Comment. Like. Like. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about it. All that good stuff. Yeah. And we're out.